Afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another bigger show news review. Today is April twenty first, two thousand and fifteen. What is that news theme? <laughs> Off the top of your head, I think it was mostly just Daily Show. It, I think that's it. Wasn't okay. It was bad. All right. It sounded like. A tape player that was dying, so the speed was fucking. Yes, that's what you sounded like. Okay, well, it's been a little. It's been a little while since we've done one of these. A couple weeks, three weeks. Yeah, something like that. Eighteen weeks. (laughs) Yep. I'm on the I'm on the slurp train. Yeah, on the slurp train. Disgusting. Um. So yeah, man. Backup vocals in Slurp Train. I thought you would jump on that. No, I didn't. I didn't. Okay, well, I'm sorry. You play. You played backup vocals. <laughs> I played backup vocals in Slurp Train. Uh, man. You know what the name of the 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 game is this week? Trailers. Yes. So many trailers Tra- for all the the highly anticipated. Trailers. Yes. Uh, but before we talk about trailers, we should say they're also like all the part two. Or does that mean they're no. they're just not teasers? Oh, um, well, no, one of them's a teaser. Okay, one of them is a teaser. Okay, I wanted that pattern to work, but it just Batman. Didn't. Yeah, that's, that's the first worst yeah. thing. Okay. Uh, anyway, let's talk about some other shit before yeah. we talk about that shit. Go for it. Number one, John Stamos, one of my favorite people in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Of Jesse and the Rippers. Of Jesse and the Rippers. He announced, I think, on the Tonight Show. No, it was Kimmel. It was Kimmel. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Netflix has ordered a Fuller House spinoff series. Oh no. <sighs> Have nostalgia you... is back oh and in gosh. full force. It's the nostalgia is strong. Ooh. So, like, have you seen Girl Meets World? No, but I hear it's not good. It is awful. <laughs> it is so bad. <laughs> the thing is, though, I think I was misremembering that Boy Meets World. I, for some reason, in my head, it was pretty good to okay. Okay. But I watched an episode recently, and I did not like it. See, I didn't. Li- I never liked Boy Meets World growing up. It's not that we would sometimes watch it on Friday nights. They had that TJ TGIF thing yeah. on. What else ABC. is on that? Family Matters. Uh, step by Step. And Family Matters, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. What was Step by Step? That was. Um, I just remember a roller coaster in the beginning. <laughs> step by step. Day by day, something like that. Like the most prototypical <laughs> okay. sitcom y kind of also, thing. Also, he's a ninja. <laughs> <laughs> um they're an odd couple. You know. <laughs> so the the thing about Girl Meets World is it's like the it's basically like a Nickelodeon show. Right, that's what like, I've heard. All the bright colors, all the bad acting, and my problem is the lazy writing. Like it's just okay. the laziest. See, show I've ever seen. Well, like with Boy Meets World, whether or not I liked it, it still dealt with some heavy shit sometimes, and it was pretty well written. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not. 
we're saying. No, no serious issues other than the fact that her friend is kind of a troublemaker. But to <laughs> me, that just seems like all you're Bad doing. dude. Yeah, yeah. You're just... First of all, they're two steps away from giving her, like, fingerless gloves. Oh, it's and, okay. and sunglasses that are, like, halfway down her nose. Oh, God. But, like... It's. It seems too much like let's just take the exact same template as Boy Meets World and just do girls. Yeah, that seems like the only thing that was there. All they brought to the table oh, when they pitched the show, and it's just. And then they eventually or inevitably drop a few of the old characters into the show. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely the friend, the bad boy friend. I don't know all the names, but Sean? they've all appeared. Sean. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, the parents. Oh, they show up? Grandparents yeah. show up? And, again, it's just the acting is so... It's like they're all just really phoning it in. That's like, the entire team. So, to me, I mean, I've never liked Full House, really. Um, I'll watch it, but it's it's more just like, oh, look at that. that 90s. Uh, those shirts, you know? It was just dripping with 90s. And Dave Gouye's uh, mullet, like that whole thing. Oh, there were... Jesse had a mullet, too. Yeah, he did. Um, so well, I don't know. Plenty. What, do you, what do you think? I don't. I mean, I I think this is too much. Mm-hmm. Nobody's clamoring for this. You know what I mean? Like no. Twin Peaks. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. X Files is interesting. Fuller House, not so interesting. Yeah. Uh, Stamos confirmed that he's going to guest star. Yeah. But and everybody else is in talks, including the Olsons, which is strange because yeah. you wouldn't think that they would go for that. But yeah. I, yeah, I think this is too far. It's it's crazy times. Um, inappropriate reboots. Yeah. What else would be an inappropriate reboot? Family Matters. Steve Urkel it, living yeah, alone in a basement. anything from the TGIF <laughs> would be something I don't care to see. <laughs> a um, step-by-step reboot. Let's let's do an Are You Afraid of the Dark reboot, but let's not do... Full, uh, I was going to say Full House. Uh, Roundhouse. I don't know if you ever... Oh, my... No, we need a Roundhouse you want reboot. Roundhouse? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, maybe I'm... Modernize, just... like... Urban sketch comedy? <laughs> Come on. It was like urban improv. It was awesome. You didn't like Roundhouse? I, I just... I have it, a feeling... Uh, it watching it aged. as a kid and thinking it was mediocre. So now it's just gonna really suck. I guess. Um, I'll be curious. We should check that out. We should check Roundhouse out. Yeah. See if... See if we can get some of them stars. Reboot Pete and Pete? No. That yeah, wouldn't work. Again, it's... Yeah. It's too particular. <laughs> To its uh, time, you know? Yeah. I feel like Full House is not very timeless, you know? Like, no. I mean, I just don't... Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Moving on! Yeah. To good TV. Daredevil. Daredevil. Daredevil is out mm-hmm. on Netflix. Yeah. Everyone's talking about it because it's incredible. It's really good. What do you want to say about Daredevil? I can't say enough good stuff about right? the fight scenes. Oh, my God. People get... Episode 2. Punched. That. Yeah, yeah. Just the idea of doing, a, you know, a one cut fight scene. I don't know if it was actually one cut, but like, no, it is. You know, they, they legitimately did it. Okay, um, just that kind of stuff, that kind of thought put into a show like that. You just, where else are you going to see that? Well, I know? think that, and again, Marvel setting the bar. Mm-hmm. I think that they approached it cinematically. Yeah, as they've done their whole universe, yeah. and there's enough nods and references to the greater cinematic universe Mm -hmm. that it, you know, really works. Uh, Yeah, they reference, at one point they reference having superpowers. Yeah, 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 he says a magic hammer or a metal suit, I would understand. Um, 
<clears throat> everyone's really well cast, I think. Yeah. Uh, I like Foggy. See, the thing was, I was never a big Daredevil fan until, like, the last year. When they announced the show, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go back and read. Yeah. And I love the comics now. Like, mm -hmm. the... I mean, like, the big... Are you going back to the originals? It came out in, like, the 60s. Well, I haven't gone back, like, to the very beginning, but, like, I've, I've, I'll have I've read, like, the big story arcs that people talk about. Mm. Uh, everything that Frank Miller did, I mean, to set, to ha give it, like, a gritty 70s noir. Yeah. Like, you know, New York crime drama. Mm -hmm. That was really cool. And that's yeah. what the show feels like. Mm -hmm. um, a few years ago, uh, there was a director, I can't off the top of McCarnahan maybe uh, wanted to do like a Daredevil movie set it was going to be a trilogy mm -hmm. set in 70s New York yeah and did a pitch reel and it looked incredible that's kind of, I mean you know it's modern but it still feels like a like a really it definitely feels noir-y I mean I guess Murdoch himself is not that like walking the line of good yeah, and evil at yeah. least at this point right but um, you definitely like uh Fisk, that's right, right. Yeah, Wilson Fisk. He's he definitely has a vibe of not exactly a villain. Like he's doing bad stuff. But well, they, his motivations are unclear. And that's one thing that they have. Because you're only on what episode four? I think I'm on like five or six. Now. Okay. Well, they. I mean, they clear a lot of that up. But still, mm -hmm. he's just a kind of a criminal in the in the the comic book. You yeah. know, he's the kingpin. I mean, he's mm -hmm. the kingpin of crime. They really did a bang-up job humanizing him, mm -hmm. and... See, I didn't realize that was supposed to be the kingpin. Like, the, yeah, he the guy yeah. that's, like, one of Spider-Man's villains. I mm -hmm. didn't realize... Which I'm pretty sure he started in, in Daredevil, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah, just his whole backstory, which you haven't gotten to his backstory episode yet, have no. you? Okay, when they... All of that, and... Uh, just D'Onofrio... Just the nuance that he's bringing to it yeah. is really incredible. It's like they started hiring actors to act yes. in these kinds of things. Yes, and that's, again, Marvel setting the bar. They did it starting with Iron Man. Mm -hmm. You put Robert Downey Jr. in a fucking Iron Man suit. I mean, he is Tony Stark. Like, yeah. he is the, you know, there is no real separation. And I mean, mm -hmm. and everybody, I think everybody has been really well cast. Yeah. Regardless of whether I feel about the first Captain America movie, I think... Or Thor. Or, yeah, well, I I see. I'm just kind of Thor about it. I mean, oh, my God. It has to stop. <laughs> um, I liked the first Thor movie. I'm like one of five people I know who did. But, uh, Dutch Angles. That's all I'm going to say. Well, fine. Who cares? Once you notice them, you can't even watch the movie. I can't. Because it looks like a Sensodyne commercial. I'm going to kick you in the teeth. <laughs> I'm just going to Dutch Angle your face. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but this is great. Yeah, the the... There's nods to... The, uh, so, I'm convinced that Bullseye makes an appearance. Mm -hmm. uh, have you gotten to the cop shootout episode yet? No. Okay. Be on the lookout in that episode. Okay. Because there's a very specific thing, and I've only seen one person talk about it online, and um. I'm pretty sure that it's a Daredevil reference. There's an Electra reference. Um, there's just a lot... <laughs> of like backstory you know and and little comic references that i really dig yeah. um and yeah man i think it's i mean i it's one of the best things marvel's done and it's so dark it's i i like it on so many levels better than agents of shield oh it it is 
Well, that, because it's Netflix. And uh, all right, if Agents of Shields w- was on Netflix, might be a different. Story. It would be such a badass show. True. Agents of Shield is not a badass show. I, I can't get into it anymore. Yeah, I just don't give a shit. Yeah, I like the fact that it exists. I like the fact right. that they they you know pulled some of the actors from. You I know, mean, the Coulson and stuff. like Coulson's the best part of that show. Yeah, but this the re- the rest of them just feel like TV actors. It right. feels like NCIS in in the Marvel universe. Right. Whereas Daredevil feels more like. You know, a forty-five minute movie. It feels like a, like a, a like an AMC or like a Showtime show exactly, yeah. with by Marvel. They can say the S word. It they they there's a lot of strong language mm-hmm. and blood, like lots oh, of yeah. blood. Yeah, surprising yeah. amount of blood. Yeah, that's why uh, my wife isn't super into it because she was like, the show is really violent. I'm like, yeah, but that's but that's Daredevil. Like, yeah, Daredevil. I mean, the idea that it's the street level superhero. Mm-hmm. How cool. Like, he's not, you know, he doesn't have a fucking Avengers Tower and, you know, mm-hmm. he doesn't have a Helicarrier and a Magic Hammer and all this shit. It's just, it's street level. And the, I, you know, I kept saying to myself, okay, uh, it's time for the suit. Like, it's time. Like, mm-hmm. where the fuck? Like, let's <clears throat> make it happen. Yeah. It, I'm not going to really spoil anything by saying that it doesn't show up until the last episode. But when it does... I kind of figured. There's a screenshot yeah. for the series itself. So I figured it's got to happen at some point in the season. Yeah, it happens at the very end. Um, and it... I mean, it's prominent in the last episode. Yeah. But Jesus Christ, it's just so... It's beautiful. Like, it's mm-hmm. a, just a thing of beauty. And just how they make it work with the batons and, you know, the the eyepieces and... I mean, everything... Um, and that's, you know, the big, that's the big showdown episode. And it's just, I really, there, there are like three or four moments in the series of this first season where I said, I can't believe they just did that. Yeah. Um, and it's like a major death and it's just like the, to change so much of the comic, mm-hmm. you know, to just be like, fuck it, we're going to do our own thing. And it's, you know, rewriting the universe that, you know from the comic and I just think that's so cool Um, so yeah I can't say and it's one of those things that definitely leaves you like well now I'm not going to see another episode for another year yeah if they even do season two before uh, because the plan from what I understand is to do a Jessica Jones series a Luke Cage series and then to have them all come together in a Defenders series Uh which would introduce Iron Fist as well yeah uh, so I don't know that they'll do a se- season two of uh, Daredevil before that. Yeah, which would suck because it's so good. I mean, yeah, the the hope would be that they would put out more stuff along those lines. Yes, yeah. I think a Blade series on Netflix. Holy shit! I mean, Blade. It's kind of the sometimes when you think about it, it's sort of the one that started the. Because that was before X Men, even wasn't it? I'm pretty sure that the first Blade was, yeah, yeah. That bl- Blade was in '99, and it was like, oh, we can have a good, you know. And it's and the first Blade movie is really great. Yeah, you know, uh, and I Donald like, Logue, right? <laughs> With cornrows, right? right? <laughs> um, I yeah, and I think if they brought that back as as a series like this, again, street level. You know, like you can deal with bigger ideas, mm-hmm. but it's it's New York. You know, it's just what a what a beautiful like canvas that they have to to play with these these heroes in. Yeah, and and 
before we close on this, I do have to say that my the first after finishing that second episode, the mm-hmm. the extended fight scene, my thought was, and this is what I you know posted on Facebook was why. How can this be so much better in terms of fight choreography than something like the Dark Knight exactly. series? And to me, it just it had it seemed like the um, they had taken some inspiration from like the raid, yeah. Oh, or yeah. just I guess what's kind of been a resurgence in the last, at least in my opinion, in like the last five years or so, we're just paying more attention to that kind of stuff. Well, in the fight scene of that second episode, <clears throat> he gets tired. Yeah. You know, like, he's leaning against the wall, catching his breath, you mm-hmm. know, and, and he fucks up, and, you know, it's just really dirty, and just yeah. really, you know, it's not a pretty fight, mm-hmm. but it's it's a fucking cool fight, you yeah. know? Uh, he doesn't hold back at all, and then mm-hmm. and, and it's just, you get the impression that this guy is putting out every ounce of energy he has, yeah. and I just think that that, you know, it translates so well, mm-hmm. and with things like Dark Knight, I mean, you never... I think they they really beat you over the head with it in the third one of him being a human being, but like in the in the second movie when he's fighting the clowns in the penthouse, there's just it's just so uh, like the worst shot, you know. I yeah, mean, it's yeah, yeah. just it's just poorly shot. And, well, it's always a question of um, what is even happening, yeah. right now. And this was wide, and you know it was like the raid and old boy. I mean, it, it definitely paid you know homage to those things where it's just a very wide shot and just mm-hmm. and to me that's that's also the difference between like transformers and pacific rim yeah transformers what little i've seen of it the fight scenes are just, just jumbled and, and yeah it's just and, ugly and whereas pacific rim is like you know wider shots and awesome things happening right which is you know it's just what people want i don't understand why it's hard to deliver that kind right. of thing i guess cuz you have to think about it more but Daredevil's incredible. Go watch it. Uh, in other Marvel news, uh, Michelle McLaren, who is a producer and director on Breaking Bad, also directed a few episodes of The Walking Dead, she was in charge of developing and directing the Wonder Woman movie, and she has since been replaced with uh, Patty Jenkins, who did uh, Monster with Charlize Theron mm-hmm. and worked on Honorage and The Killing and a few other things. Interesting. Uh, I don't understand this. I sh- it was apparently creative differences. The two conflicting things that I've heard was that Michelle McLaren wanted like a Braveheart epic type thing, mm-hmm. uh, and that uh, Warner Brothers wanted something a little more character driven, which I find yeah. hard to believe. Yeah. Um, and then I've heard that they were trying to give her notes like Wonder Woman needed like a tiger sidekick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Talk about fucking your movie up, like yeah. I just, again, and I think we're going to get into this a little bit when we talk about Batman and Superman. Uh, What are you doing? Yeah. Like, it just... She worked on Breaking Bad and Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. Directed, produced, wrote, how... Like, what what else do you need? That's the recipe for success. Um, I I guess they're looking at more box office-y success. No, I agree. I'm just saying that's probably what they're, they're thinking. They're going to, uh, they're going to sink that ship in the next five years. It kind of seems like it. But we'll, let maybe we should talk about that. Well, oh, I said Marvel news, didn't I? Oh man, I'm sorry, guys. I fucked up so hard. 
Don't total, ever, total. Don't ever. I didn't even catch it until I did. Yeah. I was like Mar- another Marvel dude. Man, I'm guys. I, I I'm sorry. If you want to unsubscribe <laughs> to the podcast, if you want to never listen to us again, I completely understand. But I biffed so fucking hard, and somebody's gonna catch it, and then they're gonna get to this point. They'll be like, "Yeah, fat ass, you apologize <laughs> right now." On your knees. I might, I am practically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway. Fuck that. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't... It's too early to tell, but it just seems like such a weird thing to have happened. Yeah. Uh, so, this week was the Star Wars celebration. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And a lot of shit came out. Number one, they announced uh, a little bit more about Rogue One, the the first standalone movie. Yeah. So, the film uh, revolves around a group of, of rebel pilots who are trying to steal the plans for the Death Star. It takes place between episodes three and four. Yeah. Um, and here's the most interesting thing to me. They're not calling these movies standalone films. They're calling them anthologies. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That is interesting. Like, what is that? What do you think the difference would be? I don't know. I don't know why they're trying to differentiate an anthology I think well it has always meant to me that it's several different stories in yeah, one movie exactly. like uh, Creepshow Creepshow yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know really what the what the plan and why they're why they're calling it that mm-hmm. um, but we'll see um, but they premiered a, a teaser you could watch a bootleg online I did I'm sorry yeah uh, Are you sure it's real and not like not like Spider Man? Well, I just remember the first fan trailer I ever saw was for Star Wars Episode One, oh. <laughs> and it had like a lot of Braveheart footage that somebody had gone in and like what? put lightsabers yeah, on, on the and swords and shit. It was a lot better than the actual one we got. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> uh, no, this was legit. It just. There's a voiceover from Obi-Wan, and then you see uh, Rebel pilots like flying over, I think, Yavin 4 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, then you see. Yavin 5. But 5, yeah. okay. Uh, and then you see the Death Star, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then there's like, you know, they're all uh, chattering over the. But I guess we know how the movie ends. They fail, right? Oh, no, no I guess. they get it, but a lot of them died in the. Yeah. Getting this information or whatever that lady yeah. says. The so lady we, with we know that, that hey, so they're responsible they're responsible for finding the exhaust port. That's yeah. what this movie is entirely about. The anus of the Death of the, Star. The Death Star's beehole yeah. that they're gonna fire missiles into. Yes. <laughs> I mean I'm blowing up if you shoot me with the I guess. Photon torpedoes. Um yeah. Wow, that makes me less excited. I just suddenly got a lot less excited because I know what the lead up is. Yeah. It could be good. I mean, yeah. It will be cuz you know they're talking about again that it's like it's dealing with the army or like the military war yeah. aspect of yeah. of the universe. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh also announced we we watched a little while ago the Battlefront trailer. Mm-hmm. How you feel about that? Um kind of ambivalent because I don't have the systems and I don't plan on buying them really for this but um, not for this and for Arkham Knight come on I would love to but I just yeah I don't have live what is it like 300 bucks or something oh I think it's like four yeah it's not happening Cameron <laughs> put away a little bit every week treat yourself treat yourself uh, treat, treat yourself um I'm gonna yeah, I would love to. There, there's that other part of me that would just love to go back to, you know, being 
in that first house I lived in that wasn't my parents' house. Yeah. Where you wasted tons of time doing things playing, like playing Halo Battle 2 Front. and Battlefront. Yeah. <laughs> but Battlefront, that's okay. Battlefront was like endless fun, I remember. Okay, but here's what we can say. You will come over and oh, play yeah, it at dude, my place. Totally. Yeah, yeah, I will mooch off you till the end All of right. time. So in that regard, it makes you really excited about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, if that's what it means, is that you're going to have it and oh, I can yeah. come play it. I'm going to have to. Sure. I'll bring... Okay. Maybe I can find my copy of Halo 2 and oh, well, we can have a little well, quid pro quo. I'm not going to get an Xbox One. Fuck that. I'm getting a PS4. No, this is, Halo, this is old Halo 2, not remake. That's what I'm saying. So we can't play it. If I'm gonna get a PS4, I'm saying I can bring. I have still. Have oh, you got the. Xbox. So you, we'll just have like a game day. I have that Xbox that weighs like thirty pounds. <laughs> that first Xbox. <laughs> it's the only console you could kill somebody with. I think they should, for old ones that don't sell anymore, just put them on the other end of fucking like a weight pole and just. Yeah, yeah. You know, do some reps. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we can say though, that when you come over and play. Mm-hmm. Boba Fett. How cool is that? Pretty fucking. You get to play you know as I mean? Boba Fett. Yeah. You get to play as Darth Vader. Yeah. They're fucking adats on Endor. I would assume there's there's got to be light side one like the Twilight. What is it? Twilight. Twilight Jedi. Yeah. Like those little the ones you always see for like two seconds. Right. In the, in the movies. Um. Speeder bikes. Yeah. So what I thought was cool is that it looks like it plays like a mix between Rogue Squadron mm-hmm. and Battlefront. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah, I remember, I didn't play a lot of Rogue Squadron, but what I remember, it was the N64 one, right? Yeah. What I remember was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I love the hell out of that game. Mm-hmm. When I finally figured it out, for a long time I couldn't figure out how to tie up the, the AT-ATs. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? Wait, 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 are doing? you talking about Shadows of the Empire? No. Or? No, because okay. they did it in several games. Okay, yeah. It seemed like after they did it in that one, it was in every single... There was always the Hoth level yeah. and flying around in the snow speeder. Yep. Yeah. Because um, I was like, well, you can't just do that. They're not going to let you do that. Mm-hmm. But then you could. Anyway, yeah. uh, that it looks incredible. I don't yeah, know how much seems more like it, to it say. It takes place in the original universe. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Um. So... In the last bit of news, mm-hmm. the Force Awakens trailer, second, first, I guess full, first full trailer, mm-hmm. came out yeah. this week. Very last similar week. experience to the first one. Holy shit. Emotionally, you know? Oh, I teared up at We're Home. Dude. Yeah, I had a moment. Uh, I I got a couple little chill bumps. Yeah. Part, you know? I mean, because I'm like, okay, when we finally see him, what's that going to be like? When mm-hmm. we finally see the old actors. Mm-hmm. And it was perfect. Yeah, Harrison Ford in person always looks exhausted. Right, but I guess you you put him you put him in that set and with those clothes, it just works. And he 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 seems youthful. He you know? lit up. I mean, it was yeah. like yeah, it was funny. Uh, somebody wrote that this was the first time they had seen him happy in a movie since 1983. Yes. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, I mean, get off my Millennium Falcon. <laughs> That's what I need out of yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every, I mean, seeing the new Sith and mm-hmm. seeing all the new Stormtroopers. Uh, this new, the new, I definitely like them better than Clone Troopers as yeah, far as the yeah. look. Like, it's it's sleeker and looks less like it's going to look dumb. Well, then there's that metallic fighters. one, mm-hmm. and the new TIE yeah. pilots were crazy looking. Yeah, yeah, the TIE fighter stuff yeah. is cool. Um, 
the the just this crash star destroyer like mm-hmm. at the beginning of the holy shit yeah and then you you get the feeling that 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 first uh, stormtrooper you see and that was in the teaser like he's gonna be a, he, a big player yeah you know? John Boyega who was in Attack the Block mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited to see what happens with him yeah. And just the voiceover at the beginning about, you know, my father was a, you know, had it. And yeah, my, yeah. I have it. My sister has it. Yeah. When you see Vader's mask, I'm, mm. I don't know what the fuck that has to do with, like, why there's anything to do with Darth Vader, but yeah. it, it's exciting. Yeah. Um, so, unless they're going to clone him. That's the only thing I can think, it's, is that mm. they're going to take a cue from Extended Universe, which they yeah. did away with, but... Mm. Uh yeah, I mean it was it was perfect. It's and it in contrast to that, it just I mean, I knew other trailers had come out, but it just dwarfed right everything. If I were those other companies, it just seems like it would be better to do it another week. Right. But that's just, I mean it's this big this year is just like a battle mm-hmm. at the box office. Mm-hmm. I I kind of feel like the new Star Wars will be the highest grossing movie of all time. It's going to be big. Yeah. Um, unless, well, no, it's going to be big. What were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, unless unless we get another joke pulled on us, and it's episode one again, you know what now, I'm saying? Well, what was great was that Simon Pegg tweeted, I think he already said it in an interview, that the trailer... Oh, big plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that the trailer for... The, the new Force Awakens trailer is better than the entire uh, trilogy of prequels, and I thought that is pretty accurate. Yeah, it's true. Uh, which is sad. Seems like more thought went into him anyway, yeah. Um, so, moving on. To go from one extreme to the other. Uh, I don't know. I mean, for me, it's one extreme to the other. The Batman vs. Superman trailer. Mm-hmm. My immediate reaction, and granted, I'm not disposed to liking DC stuff. Especially right. at this point. I, that's always been the case when I was a kid, up to now. But... My initial reaction is, this looks a lot like the Superman movie, yes. and I don't care. The Superman... I can't say enough how much I hated the fucking Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. So bad. And I don't, like... The only cool parts about this trailer was the stuff that Batman was in. Yeah. Because I don't give a fuck about Superman. I do like... The new... This has nothing to do with the quality of the movie, so it's a dumb thing to even mention. The look of the bat suit is cool. That has a lot to do with the quality of the movie. Yeah, I think so? Absolutely. Okay. Well, I'm just saying it has nothing to do with whether... Why do you think people are... Why do you think more people are going to see this movie? For the Batman or for Superman? Oh, for... Yeah. I I mean, mean, Superman has no look. That's part of his problem. No personality, no look. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a tinker's damn about (laughs) Superman (laughs) Let me back up. Tinker's damn. That's the one I want to use. Uh, I... Don't give a ten penny fuck about Superman. <laughs> but it, it was just when I saw the uh, the shot where they're like talking. And granted, it is an interesting idea, you know, kind of a backlash against Superman. It, I, yeah, I think that's potentially interesting. But when they did that shot with like the light behind him and he, his like capes fluttering, yeah. and all that stuff, that to me is just too. Zack Snydery like oh well get ready to a fault it feels like Watchmen the whole trailer feels like Watchmen and I like the Watchmen but and I like 300 to you know for what it is which is a ridiculous movie yeah but like it just felt like that yeah and 
I'm just I've had you know I saw the Watchmen I saw 300 I don't need more of exactly. it exactly you know yeah no no I I get it and that's exactly how I feel and it's this thing of uh, uh, I don't know I mean. Again, I, I know part of the voiceover at the beginning is Lex Luthor or it's Jesse Heisenberg. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think the idea is, yes, I do think it's an interesting concept that he, you know, is this, that he has to kind of, Bruce Wayne comes say, you know, calling saying, hey, you got to pay for what you did. Like, mm-hmm. you fucked up a whole city. Mm-hmm. You're no god. You know, I'm going to show people that you're just like everybody else mm-hmm. and that you need to answer for this shit. Uh, how that how that leads to them being friends and starting the fucking Justice League, I don't know. Um, but I do want to say, the suit is incredible. Yeah. The new Batmobile is incredible. Mm-hmm. There's a Batplane. Incredible. Yeah. His look, like, he looks awesome. There's a shot where he steps out of a, I guess it's a flaming Batmobile. Mm-hmm. He's so huge. Yeah. Like, just, it's, it's, it's the Dark Knight Returns. I was about to say, it's very Frank Miller-y. I mean, it is exactly He's that. beefy Batman. Uh, somebody, like, enhanced the image of him, like, just as Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And the gray, like, there's a lot of gray, like, you know, in the, in the sides of his hair. I mean, yeah. I'm totally for that, you know, make him a little bit older. And, yeah. Um, and I, I dig it. I dig that part of it. Yeah. I dig... Him in Robo Batman. Yeah, see, I have only seen it the one time. Right. I do not understand why he has a robot voice. I'm assuming it's because of the suit. He's he's wearing like a the you know the enhanced kick Superman's ass suit. Yeah. So I'd I just imagine that, but his mouth. That's what I'm saying. His mouth is bare. Right. Why does he sound like a robot. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Well, we don't really see. Maybe like a shield comes down or something. Okay. To protect his. Rugged jaw. <laughs> sure. Uh, otherwise, what a what this trailer is dick. It's so bad. Like anything not involving Superman or Batman, it's just bad. It's it's I, again. It just feels like more like over serious. Give me thirty more Batman movies before one more Superman movie. <laughs> there you go. That well, that's the thing. DC has to get their train rolling. They're but you know, seven, eight years behind Marvel, but they still feel like they have to get it going. But they did so with... In, all right, instead of tying Nolan's Batman movies, mm-hmm. which that would have been fucking foresight to to tie Nolan's universe into Superman. Yeah. Like, they have, have Batman be the character you kick off with, not fucking Superman, because you're on a collision course. They wasted all of... The the uh, the first like decade and a half yes of of this century like just all that time that Marvel had been building up all their stuff they were two movies into Batman when Mar- when Iron Man came out yeah Iron Man came out the same summer as Dark Knight mm-hmm. and you knew then because there were no plans for a Mar- or a DC universe at the time yeah uh, you know not in the like in in the consensus mm-hmm. so it was just kind of you know ugh, they're just fucking up this i mean we're predominantly pro marvel anti-dc on the show but it just they're not giving me a reason that's to it. want to it's, like them you it's know? not that i'm like fuck dc i love dc comics mm-hmm. batman's one of my favorite heroes in the world i just don't give a shit about superman there's nothing interesting about that character yeah 
and there's never going to be to me. I think uh, there's just so many people in that same boat. It's hard to find anybody, especially of this. I just think the ideas behind Marvel stuff, especially the X-Men, just resonates with our generation and generations prior so much more strongly than the idea of Superman. Because he came out at a time when America needed a god. They needed like a, a, you know, a comic book, you know, hero that Mm -hmm. could not be defeated. Yeah. Superman faced fucking Hitler. Beat the shit out of Hitler. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, like, and it worked then. It doesn't work anymore. You know, that just, it just doesn't work. Uh, So, long story short, hated the trailer. I don't know. I mean, it's just, again, and I posted it on the page, you know, I posted it on the Bigger Show page, but I specifically said, the stuff with Batman looks cool. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. Um... Moving on from there, Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? I'm vaguely interested. <laughs> I did not see the Fox ones just because I saw absolutely no no reason to, really. Right. Um, I didn't like any... I didn't really like the casting. Fantastic Four itself is not a super compelling property. No. Um, but it has some cool ideas, and I th- think what they're pulling from, they're pulling a lot from the Ultimate Universe, it yeah. looks like, and this idea of interdimensional travel, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, so when the first trailer came out, I hated it, but this trailer got me excited. Yeah, I liked it better than the first one. I yeah. can't say that. Yeah, Like actually getting to see the heroes and, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it all looks good. Good actors. Yeah. You know. Um, I'm still on the fence about Doom. Yeah. I think it's silly, kind of, what I've heard they're doing with him. Um, but if from a visual standpoint, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. The thing looks really cool. Yeah, I, I was afraid great. that he wasn't going to look good, but mm-hmm. he looks pretty damn cool. Yeah. And they're giving him a lot to do, mm-hmm. it looks like. So, uh, Human Torch. I love the idea that Michael Jordan, as the, the Human Torch, is... Uh, not, um, not the adopted son. I really thought that that Doctor Storm, uh, it was gonna be you know Sue's Sue's dad. It was gonna be a white dude. Yeah. I'm really glad that Sue's the adopted daughter. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just really, I mean, I love the cast. I, I think it's an interesting take so far, but we'll see. Yeah, I. That's one that I'm not. Despite the fact that I don't really care much, or I just don't care about Fantastic Four, right? I'm somewhat compelled yeah, by that. Trailer, yeah. So, uh, but then again, the flip side being the second Ant Man trailer, uh-huh. I really didn't have much hope for the first Ant Man trailer, but this one, it's starting. It's starting to look like something now. Yeah, you've got you know the the Corey Stoll as your villain mm-hmm. and. Uh, a yellow jacket, I guess, is what he, what they're calling him. Um, and just just the little, I mean, the idea of them fighting on the train tracks, you know, like a, ch- a child's, yeah. you know, train set. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Yeah. That's such a good idea. And that's what I mean is, like, the first trailer, I was like, uh, Ant-Man? You yeah. Know, I, I, you know, most people are like that, I think. And they just don't know what Ant-Man can do. They don't know why you would want to be tiny or right. anything like that. 
Now it's starting to make sense. Yeah. The humor in the first one kind of hit weird. Now, it, again, it's starting to feel more like a Marvel movie, and the humor is in places that make sense. Right. That that great scene where where Paul Rudd says, "You know, I don't want to, I don't want to be a thief, or I don't want to, you know, break into places and steal things." Yeah, yeah. What do you want me to do? And that Michael Douglas playing it completely straight. Mm-hmm. I want you to break into somewhere and steal something. Yeah, <laughs> this is perfect. Uh, so yeah, I have a lot more faith. Kind of related though, Joss Whedon today said that Edgar Wright's Ant Man script was the best that Marvel ever had. Hmm. So that's a bummer. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it kind of feels like pot stirring a little bit, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. I mean, after that second trailer, it's this thing that I need to, I guess, have a little more faith in Marvel because they haven't made just like a shit movie. Yeah. Like, uh, since the inception of the cinematic universe. Yeah. There hasn't just been a shitty, you know, movie. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I kind of see that. I mean, you and I. You especially are more a little more predisposed to champion Edgar Wright yeah. doing something like this, but we also, I mean, we also understand that like there's just some things just aren't going to work out, right. and that yeah. was one of them. Yeah, and so, it's a bummer, but yeah. you got to you know give it a shot. And this one, I mean, the second trailer just looks looks pretty damn good. Yeah. Comparatively, <laughs> the second Jurassic World trailer is out. <laughs> my, my immediate comment, uh, which you can verify, is the more the more I see, the less I want to see. Yeah, man. I. <sighs> All right, the first trailer, I was so excited. Mm-hmm. So the thing that has happened when we talked about it originally, ridiculous idea. Yeah. First trailer, okay. That's that's fucking insane, but yeah. I'll watch it. This trailer, I'm back to just thinking this is a, like this is a really stupid idea. Yeah. The thing is it it just it's screams of it smacks of Todd Rhombus. Like it smacks <laughs> of somebody who watched the first movie doesn't get it or totally latches on to different things than the the majority of the viewing audience. Right. And it's just like, I'm going to write my own script. And they've got Chris Pratt, like, doing power slides through gravel. Yeah. And, and you know, this giant dinosaur-eating pterodactyls. Making and, weird sex jokes. And, yeah. And just... Well, and the thing about the dinosaur... The, the croc- crocosaurus eating the... the well, the, so the, this this intelligent dinosaur, they they make a point... And I don't know if this is true, but the trailer definitely leads you to believe this, that it is communicating with other dinosaurs. Because mm-hmm. there's a thing where it roars at the pterodactyls, yeah, and then the pterodactyls in the next scene are seen flying through the park picking people up, and Chris Pratt has his gun raised and then yeah. lowers it like in a very knowing way. Yeah. That's the... Oh my God. Yeah, like, oh my God, I told him to do that. Because yeah. that's... The, the vibe it gives off completely. Yeah. If that's not the case, thank God. If it is the case, what the motherfuck? Yeah. Like, you've got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It just... It's, that's what I'm saying, is it just all sounds like dumb action movie. It's stupider than Cuttlefish Snake Dinosaur. Yeah. And that's pretty stupid. Uh... The thing, yeah, again, the thing with him training the raptors and just, it's all just getting, and then you've got Vincent D'Onofrio as the, 
security officer and mm-hmm. Chris Pratt, you know, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it my way. Well, of course he's not going to do it your way. You know, like, I mean, it's yeah. just all so... I don't know. In one way, it's like by the numbers, but in the next, it's just the most ridiculous. Yeah, again, like, I didn't get the original, here's my casual film script sure. <laughs> version of it. Yeah, that's and that that's not to say this movie won't be entertaining. It just will not be the kind of movie the original Jurassic Park is. Right. Because that is a movie that's great on multiple levels. Whereas if this movie achieves any kind of greatness, it'll be, that movie is so dumb that I had the best time in the movie theater. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's going to be a lot of fun, but, yeah, it's just, it's it's coming off really stupid. Yeah. Coming um, off stupid, guys. And I don't know, you know, I love the idea of the, <coughs> the amphibious dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Um uh, there's a lot of cool ideas here. I would watch a movie, like an hour and a half movie, about people just enjoying the park. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like enjoying the, exhibit. the exhibits, you know. Yeah. Like I would watch a, I would watch an informational documentary about Jurassic World. Yeah, with a little cartoon uh, DNA. DNA. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> What's DNA? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I would watch that. That's more interesting to me than super intelligent. It just doesn't this, make this cockamamie. Just it just doesn't make any sense. No, no. I don't care how much they want to make money. I don't care. The I mean, the only way this makes sense is if it's a cover for the military, mm-hmm. and it's it's being used as you know to create a super weapon. Yeah. If it's purely because. The the owners of Jurassic Park wanted to, or, you know, Jurassic World wanted to make m- more money. That would never happen, ever, yeah. ever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I, I cannot suspend my disbelief, mm-hmm. and that the Super Dino was made to make money. <laughs> no, no, because knowing what happened originally at the original park, there's no way that they're going to create something that even has a chance of being a colossal fuck-up. Right. One would think. It, it, there's, if that's the explanation, I, I call bullshit and I'm done. Mm-hmm. Because that just does, the only way that this works is if it's military. Yeah. And then that's it. And they fucked up. That makes a little more sense and is a little more like, I can forgive that. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I think I see what you're saying. It, but to me, it making sense the the motivation to create this thing. I, I don't. With all the other silliness going on, I think that was maybe uh, you know a fool's errand. Well, just not just not really on their radar as to why they would do it in the first place. They're too concerned with. I know. guess I guess just because I want so much more for the movie, yeah. it makes me think. You know, I, I mean, it would just be nice to have one that that went for this that had the same goals as the first one, which seemed to just be making a great movie, right? And and none of nothing that followed did that, you know. No, I mean they, I could, I mean, at least to a point, you could say that they just made mediocre movies at best, and maybe even just bad, right? So, well. 
weird news this week. I mean, just kind of all over the the spectrum. Yeah, of, but a lot happened. Yeah, <clears throat> so uh, this should be out in the next day or so. Yep. And then later on this week, we'll have uh, the interview we did at Chattanooga Film Festival with Jeremy Gardner, uh, the director of The Battery. And the mm-hmm. co-director of Tex Montana will survive. Yeah, uh, which was a really great interview. Uh, so yeah, be on the lookout for that, and we'll catch you all next time. Goodbye. You've been. Oh shit! I've been Mike D. I've You've been, been Cameron B. Childs. And we will catch you all next time. Biffed it. Mike. <laughs>